This is a Thinking Aloud podcast from BNP Paribas Security Services. In these podcasts, we delve into the depths of the post-trade world. And in this one, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Gary O'Brien, who's our product manager for Asia and based in Hong Kong. Welcome to the podcast, Gary. Thank you. Good to be here. So I think you've got one of the most interesting jobs in our organization. Can you tell me a little bit about it and what you actually do day to day? Yes, sure. As you said, I think um, I look after a custody product for Asia Pacific and and what that means is I look after the markets where we are direct, uh, being Hong Kong, Singapore, Australia, New Zealand, China and India, as well as our global custody solutions through Asia Pacific as well, which are offered through our uh, GC branches in Singapore and Australia. And then we have a, a trust Uh, custodian solution that comes out of New Zealand as well. So what it means is I'm looking after the the core uh, function of what we do for all of our clients throughout Asia, whether they be an asset owner, an asset manager, maybe even an alternative investor, and also the banks and broker dealers. Now in this edition, we're going to focus on third party clearing in Asia. To set the scene, can you help me understand how the infrastructures are set up? I, I always think that Asia is organised mainly as vertical silos, country specific. Is, is that the case? Absolutely. I think what we see is people often talk about three different regions um, across the world. You talk about the US or the Americas and you talk about Europe and then you talk about Asia. And, and there's a, a, a trend or a, an initial Um, wrong impression that people have that they're all very similar. The reality is that Asia is a group of individual markets that act in their own different ways, have their own different regulators and their own different structures and are supported by different market infrastructures. So historically the different markets have grown up to create solutions that are very different from each other and that's been a challenge for a lot of investors and a lot of providers because it has created a need to have bespoke solutions in individual markets. So across these uh, independently functioning markets, is there a common cause that's driving change? So what I would say is the commonality in Asia at the moment is change. It's not necessarily the common cause, but there are a few different things that we can point out. So as an example, a lot of market infrastructures, their technology is coming to an end of life situation. So if we look in Australia with their chess platform, um, it's based around COBOL language or processing. And that has come to a point where it's time they need to upgrade it. Um, If we look at other markets, there's been a a big push to move towards T plus 2 settlement from T plus 3. And so, again, that's a common theme that we've seen across the region, just implemented at different stages. Outside of that, a lot of regulatory review, particularly, again, on the the bank and broker side, is focusing on... um, moves to create um, greater capital requirements for self-clearing entities to give more protection to the the central clearing uh, house and also to give greater protection to other investors in the market. So uh, capital impacts and have been reviewed or capital requirements have been changed across a, n- a number of markets and that's continuing into the future as well. So there are three of the main items that we see and the other item really to, to focus on is the continued technical change around the way you interact with the market. So. 
can we then look at some of the individual markets and what's happening in them? Absolutely. I think it makes sense to start at the furthest east market being New Zealand. And when we look at New Zealand, it's really interesting to see that a market so small has two different CSDs. So you've got the NZ Clear solution provided by the Reserve Bank, and that's been there for a long time. And then you've got the NZX, who are the stock exchange. They've got a CSD they run themselves, called, which is a bank's platform. And historically, all of the custodial activity has been on the Reserve Bank's NZ Clear platform. But what we're seeing at the moment is the, the solution that's being provided through NZX um, gives some benefits, whether it be, again, regulatory or technically, to, to investors and to providers, which is starting to see a potential shift of activity across to the NZX. If we move to Australia, and, and I mentioned before, the chess replacement project, uh, where they are replacing um, the core technology with distributed ledger technology solution or, or blockchain, uh, developed in tandem with digital asset and that will be the first full-scale implementation of a blockchain solution um, in, in a market infrastructure. Moving away from Australia to Hong Kong, um, Hong Kong has a lot of change going on and a lot of that focuses on how they interact with um, China. So there's a a lot of work being done around the Connect schemes, Bond Connect and Stock Connect, and I'm sure we'll uh, focus on that in more detail at, um, at a later date. But also what we're seeing there again is, is technology change being, being focused on. So um, they have a, next, a program they call NextGen. And NextGen, again, is looking at the technology they have today, but also the market structure and, and the number of clearinghouses they have to try and bring them together and give people uh, new solutions around cross-margining and so on. Alongside that, what we're seeing is the regulatory capital rules are being adjusted. And what is happening there is the capital rules are being adjusted to make it more appealing to parties to outsource their clearing to a... A centralized provider who uses that as one of their core services rather than having each individual trading participant clearing for themselves it's looking at bringing all of that together so you can get someone to really focus on that as a core competency and outside of that we see a lot of change in markets like India as well where India um, is implementing interoperability between the CCPs looking at new ways to facilitate um, the growth of activity in India from international investors. So there's a lot of change going on and it, it sounds as if there's a particular focus on clearing and CCPs. How is that impacting the business model of the brokers in the region? Absolutely. So I think um, if we look back to when we set up in Asia just over 10 years ago now, when we set up in, in Asia we had a look at the way the market was working and we had a look at also the trends that we were seeing around the world. And what we did as an organization was we, we came to the conclusion that particularly the broker-dealer community in Asia was focusing on account operator solutions or self-clearing solutions. And the reason they were doing that was the technical need and also the capital impact of those types of solutions wasn't that significant. And so it meant that they could stay really close to what was happening in the market. They could control their activity in the market and they weren't really being impeded or impacted from a, from a cost perspective overall. But these changes that are coming and the fact that they're happening at different 
times in different markets, as well as maybe in slightly different ways and impacting the ability to create standards across different markets is making them really rethink that. And what we're seeing is even large broker-dealers in Asia-Pacific are now looking at third-party clearing as the potential solution to keep them focusing on the, their areas of um, expertise and their, their core competency, which is servicing their clients. If they can outsource post-trade solutions um, and also outsource the capital needs that occur on the back of that, they can really focus on where they develop their solutions, whether it be through um, artificial intelligence or just general best practice to their clients from a front office perspective. So our clients' needs are changing. How is that changing the product that we're offering in Asia? So what we're seeing in Asia is a big move of clients in their interest on third-party clearing. And third-party clearing being the outsourced clearing function to a a core provider like BNP Paribas. So we do that as um, a standard across the region in markets like Australia, Singapore and Hong Kong. And actually we're the largest provider across the region um, when it comes to uh, significantly sized brokers who are looking at this as a solution. So it's interesting to see that what we're finding in the region is when a broker dealer is truly considering third party clearing as the solution that might bring them benefit, we are the first name that they come to. Because when they look around the market and they look at our peers, our peers are still focusing on the historic models of self-clearing or um, out account operator models. And they have not developed the technology, not developed the, the operating models around third-party clearing that we have. And that's a key benefit and a key strength that we can bring because we're not just theoretically talking about it, we have proven use cases across all the markets that we've, we've talked about. I think that's really interesting and, and really helpful because, again, with the market change that's continuing on, we can point at our learnings from Europe and the growth of third-party clearing or clearing outsourcing in, in Europe, as well as what we're seeing around Asia. And it also means that we've um, been working closely with the market infrastructures because the market infrastructures do see the benefit that third-party clearing can bring to the overall market. So they talk to us about the, the right way of implementing solutions that allow third-party clearing to flourish across the region. Is this mainly for equities or is it for other instruments as well? No, we see, we see clearing definitely in the equity space and that's where a lot of growth is going on at the moment. But third-party clearing and derivatives has been there for quite some time and we're a, good, uh, we're a significant provider in that side of the market as well. So most of these clients that we're servicing have previously been clearing themselves. How easy is it to go from self-clearing to appointing a third-party agent to do it for you? The reality is there is some change you need to make and, and the, the point there is about se selecting the right service provider who, again, who understands the market, understands the solution and can guide you in where the connectivity needs to be put in place. Because when you go for a third party clearing solution, you're, you're outsourcing the clearing in the settlement layer, but you're maintaining the middle office solutions, you're retaining the front office piece internally. So you need to make sure that you're working with someone who knows what information you need to facilitate those upstream processes and can integrate with your platform uh, very easily. And again, that's a place that we uh, 
have a strength over a lot of our competition because the technology we use in HTTP, which is the, the system we use across all markets in Asia, of, was of course developed to facilitate clearing solutions across Europe initially, whereas our peers, again, their technology is more focused on the solutions that they've provided historically. So what it means is we've got very good understanding of what we need to provide to clients, when we need to provide it, and in what format, and that's what really helps. So could you just summarize the advantages of third-party clearing briefly for us? If we look at third-party clearing compared to self-clearing, the benefits are clear. For example, when we look at all of that technical change we talked about, the, that becomes the responsibility of your provider and as such it's their responsibility to make sure that they keep you active in the market and you can focus again on your front office requirements. The second point that we're seeing across a number of markets like Australia and Hong Kong is that capital relief. When you outsource clearing you no longer have to carry money on your balance sheet to offset the exposure that you have to the CCP or to investors. That becomes the responsibility of your clearing provider. And so that, again, frees up capital that you can use elsewhere. And they're the two real key benefits that we see from third-party clearing. So is the move to third-party clearing the end of the journey, or is there more to be done? I don't, I don't believe it is. And I think what I would say is third-party clearing is the first step on the outsourcing journey. Third-party clearing sets the bedrock that can be built on top of. And once broker-dealers become comfortable with outsourcing clearing functions, then they'll look at the next stage of that journey. And the next stage of that journey is broker-dealer outsourcing. And that's where we'll see them start to look at their back-office functions, their middle-office functions, to determine, again, where in that process could they outsource to a provider, and probably the same provider that is providing them with the clearing service, to be able to give greater benefit to the overall picture and perhaps reduce their cost further. Gary, thank you very much for that. It's been most informative. And thanks to everyone who's been listening. This has been a Thinking Aloud podcast from BNP Paribas Security Services. The information contained within this recording is believed to be reliable, but BNP Paribas Security Services does not warrant its completeness or accuracy. Opinions and estimates contained herein constitute BNP Paribas Security Services' judgment and are subject to change without notice. BNP Paribas Security Services and its subsidiaries shall not be liable for any errors, omissions or opinions contained within this recording. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any financial instrument. For the avoidance of doubt, any information contained within this recording will not form an agreement between parties. Additional information is available on request and our full regulatory disclaimer can be found by visiting our website securities.bnpparabar.com.